continuing with our reading of the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, starting at the Adi Lila, chapter 4. We're taking up at text number 72. Ananda Chinmaya Rasa Pratibhavita Bhis Tabir Yeva Nijarupa Takala Tayakala Bhi Goloke Eva Nivasatya Kilatma Bhuto Govinda Mari Purusham Tamahamajam I worship Govinda, the primeval Lord, who resides in his own realm, Goloka, with Radha, who resembles his own spiritual figure and who embodies the ecstatic potency, Ladini. Their companions are her confidants who embody extensions of her bodily form and who are imbued and permeated with ever blissful spiritual rasa. This text is from the Brahma Samhita. Krishna Rekaraya Jache Rasa Asvadama Kridara Sahaya Jache Shuna Vibarana Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Hare Hare Now please listen to how Lord Krishna's consorts help him taste rasa and how they help him in his pastimes. Krishna Kanta Ganda Deki Tridida Prakar Ek Lakshmi Ganda Puri Mahishikna Ar Jaganda Vipa Aro Kanta Ganda Saro Shiradika Koite Kanta Ganera Vistara Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Hare Hare. The beloved consorts of Lord Krishna are of three kinds, the goddesses of fortune, the queens, and the milkmaids of Raja, who are all foremost, who are the foremost of all. These consorts all proceed from Radhika. Avatari Krishna Jaiche Kari Avatar Amshini Radha Hoite Pinogunadavistar Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Just as the fountainhead Lord Krishna is the cause of all incarnations, so Sri Radha is the cause of all these consorts. Bhai Baba Ganajina Tar Anga Vibhuti Bimba Prati Bimba Rupa Mahashiratati Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare The goddesses of fortune are partial manifestations of Srimati Radhika and the queens are reflections 
of her image. Lakshmi Ganatar by Bhavi Mahishi Ganavaiba Prakasha Swaru Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare The goddesses of fortune are her plenary portions and they display the forms of Vaivava Vilas. The queens of the are of the nature of her Vaivava Prakash. Sababa Bedi Prajati Vigano Kaya Vyuharu Patak Rasera Karana Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare The Vraja Devis have diverse bodily features. They are her expansions and are the instruments for expanding rasa. Bahu kanta vina nahi rasir ulasa lilar sahaya lagi bahuta prakasha Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Without many consorts, there is not such exaltation in rasa. Therefore, there are many manifestations of Srimati Radharani to assist in the Lord's pastimes. Among them are various groups of consorts in Vraja who have varieties of sentiments and mellows. They help Lord Krishna taste all the sweetness of the rasa dance and other pastimes. Purport. As already explained, Krishna and Radha are one in two. They are identical. Krishna expands himself in multi-incarnations and plenary portions like the Purushas. Similarly, Srimati Radharani expands herself in multi-forms as the goddesses of fortune, the queens and the damsels of Raja. Such expansions from Srimati Radharani are all her plenary portions. All these womanly forms of Krishna are expansions corresponding to his plenary expansions of Vishnu forms. These expansions have been compared to reflected forms of the original form. There is no difference between the original form and the reflected forms. The female reflections of Krishna's pleasure potency are as good as Krishna himself. The plenary expansions of Krishna's personality are called Vaivava Vilas and Vaivava Prakash. And Radha's expansions are similarly described. The goddesses of fortune are her Vaivava Vilas forms and the queens are her Vaibhava Prakash forms. The personal associates of Radharani, the damsels of Raja, are direct expansions of her body. As expansions of her personal form and transcendental disposition, they are agents of different reciprocations of love in the pastimes of Lord Krishna under the supreme direction of Srimati Radharani. In the transcendental realm, 
Enjoyment is fully relished in variety. The exuberance of transcendental mellows is increased by the association of a large number of personalities similar to Radharani, who are also known as gopis or sakis. The variety of innumerable mistresses is a source of relish for Sri Krishna, and therefore these expansions from Srimati Radharani are necessary for enhancing the pleasure potency of Sri Krishna. Their transcendental exchanges of love are the super-excellent affairs of the pastimes of Vrindavan. By these expansions of Srimati Radharani's personal body, she helps Lord Krishna taste the rasa dance and other similar activities. Srimati Radharani, being the central petal of the rasa lila flower, is also known by the names found in the following verses. Govinda Nandini Radha, Govinda Mohini, Govinda Sarvasya Sarva Kanti Shivanone, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Govinda Anandini, she who gives pleasure to Govinda, Radha, Shimati Radharani, Govinda Mohini, she who mystifies Govinda, Govinda Sarvasva, the be-all and end-all of Lord Govinda, Sarvakanta of all the Lord's lovers, Shiromani, the crown jewel. Radha is the one who gives pleasure to Govinda, and she is also the enchantress of Govinda. She is the be-all and end-all of Govinda and the crest jewel of all his consorts. Devi Krishna Mahi Prokta Radhika Bhavadevata Sarva Lakshmi Mahi Sarva Transcendental Goddess Srimati Radharani is the direct counterpart of Lord Sri Krishna. She is the central figure for all the goddesses of fortune. She possesses all the attractiveness to attract the all-attractive personality of Godhead. She is the primeval internal potency of the Lord. Purport. This text is from the Brihad Gautamiya Tantra. Devi Kahi Daito Mana Paramasundari Kimba Krishna Puja Kutar Vasati Dari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Devi means resplendent and most beautiful, or else it means the lovely abode of the worship and love sports of Lord Krishna. Krishna Mai Krishna Jarpitari Bihari Jahar Jahadrapare Taha Krishna Sture Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare 
Krishnamayi means one who's within and without our Lord Krishna. She sees Lord Krishna wherever she casts her glance. Kimba Premara Samaya Krishna Swaru Tar Shakti Tar Saha Ekaru Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Or Krishnamayi means that she is identical with Lord Krishna, for she embodies the mellows of love. The energy of Lord Krishna is identical with him. Purport, Krishnamayi has two different imports. First, a person who always thinks of Krishna both within and without, and who always remembers only Krishna. Wherever he goes or whatever he sees is called Krishnamayi. Also, since Krishna's personality is full of love, his loving potency, Radharani, being non-different from him, is called Krishnamayi. Her worship, Aradhana, consists of fulfilling the desires of Lord Krishna. Therefore, the Puranas call her Radhika. Purport, the name Radha is derived from the root word Aradhana, which means worship. The personality who excels all in worshiping Krishna may therefore be called Radhika, the greatest servitor. Truly, the personality of Godhead has been worshipped by her. Therefore, Lord Govinda, being pleased, has brought her to a lonely spot, leaving us all behind. This text is from Srimad Bhagavatam 10.30.28. Taivasvara, Taivasarva, Puja Parama, Devata, Sarva Palika, Sarva Jakatarma, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Therefore, Radha is Parama Devata the Supreme Goddess, and she is worshipable for everyone. She is the protectress of all, and she is the mother of the entire universe. Sarva Lakti Lakti, Sarva Lakti Sarva Pure, Kariyate Bhakyan. Sarva Lakti Gunerdiho Hana Adishtana. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. I've already explained the meaning of Sarva Lakshmi. Radha is the original source of all the goddesses of fortune. Kimba Sarva Lakshmi Krishna Rasa Vidashvai. 
Sarva Sarva Lakshmi Krishnera Shadvita Aishvarya Tar Adishtatri Shakti Sarva Shakti Varya Or Sarva Lakshmi indicates that she fully represents the six opulences of Krishna. Therefore, she is the supreme energy of Lord Krishna. Sarva Saundarya Kanti Vashaya Jahate Sarva Lakshmi Gunera Shobha Hoya Jaharhate Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare The word Sarvakanti indicates that all beauty and luster rest in her body. All the Lakshmis derive their beauty from her. Kimba Kanti Shabda Krishnera Shabha Ichakahe Krishnera Sakala Vansha Aditate Rahe Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Kanti may also mean all the desires of Lord Krishna. All the desires of Lord Krishna rest in Srimati Radharani. Radhika Karina Krishnera Vanchita Purana Sarva Kanti Shabdir E Arta Vibarana Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Srimati Radhika fulfills all the desires of Lord Krishna. This is the meaning of Sarva Kanti. Jakat Mohan Krishna Tahar Taiva Samastera Para Takurani Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Lord Krishna enchants the world, but Sri Radha enchants even him. Therefore, she is the supreme goddess of all. Radha Purna Shakti Krishna Purna Shakti Man. Dui vastu beda nai shastra paramana. Sri Radha is the full power, and Lord Krishna is the possessor of full power. The two are not different, as evidenced by the revealed scriptures. Mriga mada targanda jaichi aviched. Agni Jvalate Jaiche Kavu Nahide. They are indeed the same, just as musk and its scent are inseparable, or as fire and its heat are non different. Radha Krishna Aiche Sada Ika E Swaru Lila Rasa Asvadite Dari Dui Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Thus Radha and Krishna are one, yet they have taken two forms to enjoy the mellows of pastimes. Prema Bhakti Shikaite Apani Abhitari, Radha Vava Kanti Dui Angi Kari Kari, Shri Krishna Chaitanya Rupe Koila Avatar Eta 
Panchama Shlokera Arto Parachara. To promulgate Prema Bhakti, devotional service and love of Godhead, Krishna appeared as Sri Krishna Chaitanya with the mood and complexion of Sri Radha. Thus, I have explained the meaning of the fifth verse. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. To explain the sixth verse, I shall give, I shall first give a hint of its meaning. Bhavatari Prabhu Pracharila Sankirtan Eho the Lord came to propagate Sankirtan. That is an external purpose, as I have already indicated. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. There is a principal cause for Lord Krishna's appearance. It grows from his own engagements as the foremost enjoyer of loving exchanges. Ati Guda Hetushe Tribida Prakar Damudara Swarup Hweti Jahara Prachar Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare That most confidential cause is threefold. Swarup Damarar has revealed it. Swarup Gosai Prabhura Ati Antaranga Tahate Janera Prabhura Esha Prashanga Swarup Gosai is the most intimate associate of the Lord. He therefore knows all these topics well. Prior to the Lord's acceptance of the renounced order, Purushottam Bhattacharya, a resident of Navadvip, desired to enter the renounced order of life. Therefore, he left home and went to Banaras, where he accepted the position of Brahmacharya from Amaya Vadi Sanyasi. When he became a brahmachari, he was given the name Sri Damodar Surup. He left Banaras shortly thereafter without taking sannyas, and he came to Nilachala, Jagannath Puri, where Lord Chaitanya was staying. He met Chaitanya Mahaprabhu there and dedicated his life for the service of the Lord. He became Lord Chaitanya's secretary and constant companion. He used to enhance the pleasure potency of the Lord by singing appropriate songs which were very much appreciated. Swarup Damarar could understand the secret mission of Lord Chaitanya, and it was by his grace only that all the devotees of Lord Chaitanya could know the real purpose of the Lord. Swarup Damarar has been identified as Lalita Devi, the second expansion of Radharani. However, text 160 of Kavi Karnapur's authoritative Gora Gono Desha Deepika describes Swarup Damarar as the same Vishaka Devi who serves the Lord in Goloka Vrindavan. Therefore, it is be understood that Sri Swarup Damarar is the direct expansion of Radharani who helps the Lord experience the attitude of Radharani.
Adhikara Baba Murti Prabhura Antar Sheba Bisukha Dukha Ite Nirantar Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare The heart of Lord Chaitanya is the image of Sri Radhika's emotions. Thus feelings of pleasure and pain arise constantly therein. Purport, Lord Chaitanya's heart was full of the feelings of Srimati Radharani and his appearance resembles hers. Swarup Damodar has explained his attitude as Radha Bhava Murti, the attitude of Radharani. One who engages in sense gratification on the material platform can hardly understand the Radha Bhava, but one who is freed from the demands of sense gratification can understand it. Radha Bhava must be understood from the Goswamis, those who are actually controllers of the senses. From such authorized sources, it is to be known that the attitude of Srimati Radharani is the highest perfection of conjugal love, which is the highest of the five transcendental mellows. And it is the complete perfection of love of Krishna. These transcendental affairs can be understood on two platforms. One is called elevated, and the other is called super-elevated. The loving affairs exhibited in Dwarka are the elevated form. The super-elevated position is reached in the manifestations of the pastimes of Vrindavan. The attitude of Lord Chaitanya is certainly super-elevated. From the life of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, an intelligent person engaged in pure devotional service, can understand that he always felt separation from Krishna within himself. In that separation, he sometimes felt that he had found Krishna and was enjoying the meeting. The significance of this separation and meeting is very specific. If someone tries to understand the exalted position of Lord Chaitanya without knowing this, he is sure to misunderstand it. One must first become fully self-realized. Otherwise, one may misidentify the Lord as Nagara, or the enjoyer of the damsels of Raja, thus committing the mistake of rasa basa, or overlapping understanding. Sheshlilaya Prabhur Krishna Vihara Mara Brahma Maya Krishna Arabalapa Maya Bada Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare In the final portion of his pastimes, Lord Chaitanya was obsessed with the madness of separation from Lord Krishna. He acted in erroneous ways and talked deliriously. Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu exhibited the highest state of the feelings of a devotee in separation from the Lord. This exhibition was sublime because he was completely perfect in the feelings of separation. Materialists, however, cannot understand this. Sometimes materialistic scholars think he was diseased or crazy. Their problem is that they always engage in mental and material sense gratification and can never understand the feelings of the devotees of the Lord. Materialists are most abominable in their ideas. They think that they can enjoy directly perceivable gross objects 
by their senses and that they can similarly deal with the transcendental features of Lord Chaitanya. But the Lord is understood only in pursuance of the principles laid down by the Goswamis, headed by Swarup Dhammadar. Doctrines like those of the Nadia Nagaris, a class of so-called devotees, are never presented by authorized persons like Swarup Dhammadar or the six Goswamis. The ideas of the Goranga Nagaris are simply a mental concoction, and they are completely on the mental platform. Hare Krishna. So the most intimate and important aspects of the practice of bhakti are being presented by Kaviraj Goswami in this chapter. First, we're understanding that the potent and the potency are identical, just as one cannot separate heat or light from fire. Esha desha sitas dyagnir dochna vistarani yata parasya brahmana shaktis tateram akilam jagat. Later, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in teaching this principle to Sanatana Goswami, quotes this verse from Vishnu Purana, in which he describes the Supreme Personality of Godhead as the source of all energies. And one can ascertain the presence of the Supreme Lord everywhere by the pervasiveness of his energies, which are one and different at the same time. And just as one can ascertain the presence of the spiritual soul within the body, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu quoted many Shastras, 
Keshagra, Shatabhagasha, Sharamsha, Shastra, Vishatmukam, Jiva Sukshma Sarupo Yam Sankyatito Hichitkana, describing how the living entity is a potency, one of the energies of the Lord in atomic form. And in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna describes how the entire body is illuminated by the presence of the soul. You can feel consciousness in the different parts of your body. We can hear from Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita how he begins to introduce himself through his energies. For instance, Punyoganda Prativyamcha. Yesterday there was rain and we could smell the earth. That intoxicating smell like no other. The first rain after a long time and then the smell of the earth. Krishna says, Punyoganda Prativyamcha. That's me. Well, is it Krishna or is it his energies? Well, it's both because achinta beda beda tattva. Even his external energies are part of him, although they're separated by consciousness. That is, they're separated by the consciousness of non-servant, of not in being engaged in Krishna's service. Ratertam yapratieta na pratieta chatmani tadvidyaratmanomhayam yatabhaso yatatamaha. Krishna, in this explanation to Brahma about the nature of the world and himself, says that uh, anything that is not considered in, as connected to Krishna know that to me, my illusory energy, because everything's connected to me. There is nothing separate from Krishna at all. You're sitting on Krishna now, this is energy. But he said, if you see anything different, then that's illusory. So when he describes himself in the Bhagavad Gita, he also says, if you see the energies and you understand that these are me. I'm the light of the sun and the moon. Sound and ether. I'm the heat and fire, light of the sun and the moon. Ability in, in all people. It's coming from Krishna. And that intelligence that you're getting, it's coming from me. Forgetfulness, coming from me everything. And in the internal energy of the Lord, we have the mood, the closer we come to Krishna, we find that there's the intensity of the serving mood is increased. The intensity is felt in the, at the greatest height in Vrindavan. And then there are the realms where Krishna is served. The intensity is slightly different. And the representative of the most intense mood of service to Krishna is Srimati Radharani. And Kaviraj Goswami has quoted from the Bhagavatam, the indicator of the presence of Srimati Radharani in Krishna's life. There are other sampradayas 
that don't have the benefit of the great souls like Madhavendra Puri down through Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that who directly reveal the mood of service of Srimati Radharani. And therefore they wonder about that or they outright say, well, we, we don't worship Srimati Radharani, we just worship Krishna. But all Vaishnavas accept the, the Srimad Bhagavatam. And Kaviraj Goswami has given the verse in the Bhagavatam in which Shukadeva Goswami is indirectly revealing the presence of Radharani, Aradhanam. The, he says, and there is the presence of the topmost servitor of the Lord. And therefore, from Aradhanam, we get Srimati Radharani. It's the indirect indication of Srimati Radharani that is here revealed in the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita in more detail through the intimate associates of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So the process of worshiping Krishna is done by approaching those who are, are most dear to him. And as we just heard here, Srimati Radharani is not only serving at the pinnacle of the mood of pure devotional service. It's the highest state, <clears throat> but <clears throat> she's also the devotee whom we can take shelter of. So when we chant Hare Krishna, we say Hare Krishna, and Hare is pointing directly to Srimati Radharani, and the pronunciation of that word, that name, Hare, means that, oh, energy of the Lord, Radharani, please let me take shelter of you. So this is a very intimate practice where we're saying Hare Krishna and the mood of chanting is indicated by our acharyas our conception that is of Radha Krishna in Vrindavan and this as Prabhupada writes earlier we read the unceremonious love of the residents of Vrindavan unceremonious means there's no rules they're only spontaneously worshiping krishna from their loving mood without considering etiquette normal etiquette they only see that this is my best friend this is my child this is my lover they see krishna according to the to the lens of their mood. And this is the case everywhere. Uh, Shukadeva Goswami indicates this in the Bhagavatam where he talks about those who have insufficient knowledge of the Supreme Personality of God and see him as the impersonal Brahman. They don't understand the 
varieties of energy of the Lord. And those who have a little more understanding of the Lord's position worship him in reverence. They see themselves as strict servitors of the Lord and they follow the rules and regulations. But those, he said, who have reached the highest per perfection by Krita Punya Punja, yes, Prabhupada says, heaps and heaps of pious activities. We're to understand by spiritually based pious activities or Bhakti Punya. They're playing with the Lord directly as friends in Vrindavan. This verse appears in the pastime of Agasura. And of course, in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, as one surrenders unto me, I reciprocate accordingly. Prahlad says, the Lord is like a desire tree. He doesn't consider the lower or the higher. He's fulfilling everyone's desires accordingly. So by hearing the Sri Chaitanya Charamita, the moods of the most intimate devotees, and following, as we just heard, the Goswami's directions in the Shastra they left behind. One can uh, traverse this most exalted path, especially by the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who didn't consider who was a fit or unfit candidate to come to the professional stage of devotional service. This is the great dispensation in this age of Kali Yuga that although this is the most exalted path, in Kali Yuga, everyone is running a deficit of punya and is very much distracted. But if someone gives their heart and attention to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, follows in the footsteps of the acharyas, uh, like the six Goswamis coming down through disciplic succession, then one can come to this highest conception of practice of devotional service, a step-by-step -step in due course of time, especially by the chanting of the Hare Krishna mantra. So now we'll take some reflections or questions from the reading or from the monologue. And one question here is from Vijay Damodar Prabhu. It says, why do demons take the form of animals when fighting? Wouldn't it debilitate them in their ability to fight? Animals are good at fighting. They have all kinds of defense mechanisms built in. The figures, the, the different Demons that Krishna fights and kills in Vrindavan are iconic. According to Bhaktivinoda Thakur, each one of them represents an anarta that arises in the heart of the conditioned soul. 
and Krishna kills them handily. So he indicates we should take shelter of Krishna to annihilate the anartas within our hearts, whatever form they may come in. And a reflection from earlier, this is from Alex and Valentina, but if in spite of being an offender, one chants the holy names of Gauranijananda, he is very quickly freed from the reactions of his offenses. Therefore, one should first approach Lord Chaitanya and Nityananda or worship Guru Gauranga, and then come to the stage of worshiping Radha and Krishna. Much to the point of the last few chapters we've been reading in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. There's no possibility of approaching Radha and Krishna without going through Gora and Nityananda. We read the other night in the Bhagavad Gita about how some people hear and then because they're innocent after hearing, they take the path of devotional service and realize the Lord the prophet says specifically in the purport that in this age, actually, there is no philosophy. People are simply misled. And to approach this highest of understandings requires great mercy. It's important in uh, approaching the Lord through the process of devotional service that one consider oneself a mercy case and put oneself before the court and say, I'm a lost cause in all other ways. Please consider me, put me on the list of being a mercy case. Consider me in that category. Everybody thinks they know something in the material world and this is an impediment. When Sanatana Goswami approached the Lord, he said, I don't know anything. Everyone says that I'm a great scholar, but actually, I'm so ignorant that I actually believe them. But I'm starting from zero. I don't know anything. Please instruct me. If one approaches Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Lord Ananda, in this mood, then he or she can advance in the process of worshiping the Supreme Lord and become established in this Radha Krishna worship. Aparagarangi gives a reflection. Many times we are asked why we don't worship Lakshmi Devi on Diwali. I was talking to someone a few days back and I said that we worship Srimati Radharani daily and she is the source of all Lakshmis. By Krishna's arrangement, we happen to read today that section of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, which describes Srimati Radharani as Sarva Lakshmi on Diwali. Nice. Avantika question. You mentioned how Krishna once told Lord Brahma that everything is connected to him or in service of him. 
with the exception of the illusory external energy. At the same time, we see that Maya is used several times to assist in Krishna's pastimes. How can we understand this apparent contradiction? Actually, I would rephrase this. You mentioned how Krishna once told Brahma that everything is connected to him when used in his service, not or in his service. It becomes the illusory energy when we don't use it in service. And maya is actually, there is yoga maya and maha maya, and they're interchangeable. So even as we're in the material world, when we adopt the serving mood, then we're assisted by maya, but yoga maya. It's giving us insight into how to advance in devotional service. And probably gives the example that electricity is one energy, but it can be utilized to heat or cool. In fact, in my room, if you look here, there's that heater cooler, that white rectangle you see. It's a Fujitsu. It can be a, it can put cold air or hot air. Does both things. So Maya, when we approach with the mood of trying to enjoy the material world and avoid Krishna, she gives us facility. And when we, we try to serve Krishna, then she assists us. Find this in the Bhagavad Gita. So I had to refresh where that verse is. Um, Prabhupada uses yoga maya and mahamaya interchangeably. Maybe it's fourth chapter. Someone can look it up. And ajopi san avyaya ma bhutanam ishvaro pisan. So the principle is that we uh, we determine the way the environment reacts to us. And when our mood is in service, then the reaction is different than when our intention is to serve ourselves, serve our own senses. Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. Examples given in the Chaitanya and the Srimad Bhagavatam. When Duryodhan berated Vidura and said, you're not even part of this family. What an insult. Who, who are you? Because he was supporting the wrong political party. People become very heated about politics, in case you haven't noticed. He, he became very... Uh, indignant and insulted Vidura in his own home. So Vidura was then, because he had the, in, the inclination to surrender everything to Krishna, at that moment, he used it as an excuse in his heart. He thought, 
let me leave this place and go to meet Krishna in many pilgrimage places. So he left. And at that moment, he was being influenced by the internal potency of the Lord. Whereas Duryodhan, because he was berating a devotee of the Lord unnecessarily and out of anger for his own, out of his own lust, because he wanted to control the kingdom and envy, he was controlled simultaneously by the external potency. So Prabhupada points out there that it was Maya, but one was internal and the other was external, working simultaneously in the same room. Avantika, does that help? Yes, marriage, that helps a lot. Okay, good. I could, I could read your lips, I could understand what you said. Um, Shamarupa Prabhu said, I liked how a few weeks back in one of the Japa sessions, you had mentioned that we should go on chanting to overcome the offenses in chanting. I was wondering when can I get over the offenses in chanting? Your suggestion of go on chanting was very helpful. Hopeful. Thank you very much. I'm so happy that that verse gave you some hope. Namaparada yuktana namanyeva harantyagam avishrani paruktani yevarta karanicha. It's right from the Shastra. It's so encouraging, isn't it? That go on. And uh, there will be many missteps in the practice of devotional service, many disappointments. Even as you take more and more responsibility to spread the Krishna consciousness movement, you'll have many setbacks and disappointments, dealing with people, processes, things getting reversed. But do thou fight for the sake of fighting without considering loss or gain, victory or defeat? Because we're going on serving, following in the footsteps of Prabhupada and the other acharyas who took it up as their life and soul to push on the mission. And even if you have some difficulty or misstep, there's only one remedy, and that's to show up and keep doing your service. Even if you have some personal problem, weakness, then the Shastra says that because Krishna has entered your heart, he finds that one speck of sincerity and determination and he'll fan it. You have to keep going and do your level best to continue despite the obstacles or despite whatever shortcoming you may have. And don't get disappointed. Prabhupada writes about this in 331 when he says, you shouldn't resent the principle that you can't do it the way you want to do it. Just appreciate the fact that if you keep doing it, you'll be successful. And supadamulam bhajata priyasya taktanya bhavasa hare priyeshaha dikarma yachchot patitang katanchit dhunoti sarvam hridishani vishtaha. Bhagavatam says if you have some misstep and do vikarma, don't stop doing devotional service. The way to overcome it is to continue because Krishna is there in your heart. He knows what your intention is. Intention is so powerful, isn't it?
it's so subtle you can't really measure it with a physical instrument we were talking yesterday on the on the corporate call about gratitude as like wondering if you could get a meter somewhere at ace hardware to measure that or measure your intention they put a little meter up to you yeah i can see what your intention is but krishna he has that little device he puts it there on your heart and you go oh i can see what your intention is so if we work on that what is my intention then everything grows from that don't let it sit act on it don't let the voices that say oh you're not good enough you can't do this you're too fallen you can't do it don't become disappointed and also don't become disappointed by other people's shortcomings also because other people may who are connected to you may have their own shortcomings and they may even blame it on you um but every person has to be responsible for flying their own airplane proper mentions this in a purport you're taking flying lessons and at some point the instructor is going to say okay today's the day you have to fly solo no instructor you know, that first flight is going to be there somewhere the more we ready ourselves for that and continue despite what other kinds of what other people are doing realize i have to take advantage of the instructions of the acharya prophet says this in a lecture the instructions of the acharya the spiritual master the shastra are all there okay so they're there but what are you doing about it how are you taking advantage of it yeyatamam prapadyante tamstataiva bhajamyaham if you can find your intention and you can do something about it even a little something krishna will reciprocate that's the only exciting aspect of human life is when we're able to connect to the instructions of the shastra to the acharya spiritual master and actually use our own impetus to enact those instructions then we feel that connection then we have ankit in bhagavad gita krishna talks about his energies especially in this chapter 10 and 15 many of these energies and opulence of krishna are which we can appreciate directly we can meditate that if these energies and their related aspects are so beautiful and wonderful then how much magnanimous krishna will be who is the source of all these energies which he is talking about Oh that's nice. What a nice meditation. You can see how amazing the material world is or you can even see how amazing you are. If you look at yourself and you notice you or you can notice the soul within others. Krishna says it's charyavat paschati kashchadinam. It's amazing. And that's just one atomic sentient part of the complete whole how amazing must the whole be tadia seva can we say that material energy maya and illusory energy are synonymous yes 
So Maya is the servant of the Lord. And according to our interaction, the intention we have when we interact with the Lord's energies, those energies will accommodate us. So we know from Bhagavad Gita that you get another body because when you leave this body and you have the intention to enjoy your senses, then material nature says, okay, very good. I will help you. Shotram chakshu sparshanam cha rasanam granam cha. You get a special tongue. You get a special ear. Everything grouped about the mind that you wanted by the reward of the external energy. But if you've developed an inner life of service and your intention is so strong that I just want to serve Krishna, you're moving about the world. Is only incidental. You're only just moving around the world, maintaining yourself uh, so you can keep on serving. And your internal serving mood has become so strong when you leave the world, then Maya, Yoga Maya, gives you opportunity to achieve a spiritual body so that you can serve Krishna. Just like electricity, it's one energy, but it can be processed or exhibited differently according to how it is processed through the Fujitsu machine. Sukheshri said Duryodhan was very envious and wicked. Where did he go after death? I don't know, I have to research where Duryodhana ended up. I don't remember. Um, Srivata, <clears throat> something I used to do a lot is read verses in Padyavali for spiritual inspiration, for fun and for the prayers that are in it. Sometimes I came across verses that describe pastimes between Radharani and Krishna. When reading these verses, even though they make me happy, I have this growing sense of guilt, knowing that I'm simply not qualified to read anything like this. I'm most confident I do not have any real taste. What should my attitude for such be for such verses? Should I refrain completely from reading them ever? I know I'm not qualified, but some of these verses make me very happy. So, Prabhupada mentions that we should not boycott Radharani because of the exalted nature of the topics about her and her interactions with Krishna. However, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta had revealed the way in which we should hear those pastimes. First of all, just backing up one more step, Bhagavatam itself says that Shradhanvito Nashunuyad Anavard Varnayedya that Vikriditam Vrajabadur Birahamcha Vishnu Shradhanvito Nashunhuyadata Varnayedya. Shradhanvito means we should have the proper fortification of Shradha of our faith and therefore context through which we hear 
the pastimes of Radha and Krishna in Vrindavan. Proper context. Then, by that proper context, which you should understand that Shastra is 80%. 80%, you can measure it for yourself, Sambandhagyan. And the reason is Sidupadesh. To, to, in order to come to the perfectional stage, you have to know who you are and where you're going and be clear on that. That's why Sambandhagyan is so prominent. You can hear all kinds of things, but or you can do abhideya practice, but if you don't know who you are and where you're going, then you won't be successful. So, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur said, we should hear these pastimes incidentally. That is, for instance, if you're reading Srimad Bhagavatam, you go through the nine cantos. When you get to the ninth canto, you'll see the last few chapters. You're hearing about dynasties. You're hearing about all kinds of interactions between kings and queens and various uh, precursor families and dynasties leading up to Krishna's appearance in the outer dynasty. And some of it may seem to you uh, or to someone tedious, but then first nine cantos are preparing our faith. So when we enter into the 10th canto, we have proper context and understanding of what we're hearing. Shradhan vito yad. Our faith is properly fortified. And incidentally means don't skip the ninth canto. And you say, okay, I'll just skip to the tenth canto, or I'll just read the parts of the Chaitanya Charter meet about Radha and Krishna. You do read them, but you read them in context. And when Prabhupada gave the tenth canto in the form of the Krishna book, he did it with context because that's necessary, shradhan vito. You have to have that proper faith and understanding of the context when you're hearing the pastimes of the 10th canto. So just as when you go on Govardhan Parikrama, you come to a rough patch, you know then, okay, I won't walk this part. Somebody, I'll, I'll catch a ride and go past it. <laughs> and then I'll go to the smooth path. Just uh, read everything all the way through and in the process, hear those sections uh, until one comes to uh, Nishta, Ruchi, an elevated state where you understand that the modes of nature no longer have effect. Then uh, there will be a natural awakening of appreciation for a particular a hearing process that should be done in the association of advanced devotees who are in a similar mode. I'm going to read the last reflection. This is from Sri Madhava Mahotava Prabhu. I really appreciate your instructions in this class about being equipoised despite reversals. The more I try to preach by your mercy, the more the challenges increase. It reminds me of when Srila Prabhupada says, when you preach, you'll have so many enemies. Oh boy, yeah. Boy, I mean, we should write a book of stories about all the, the um, obstacles and 
there's lots of war stories. When Sankirtan devotees who work together, I know some of my god brothers, god sisters in the old days when we work together in airports and many other places, we accumulate uh, um, a treasure chest of uh, all kinds of war stories. I remember in the St. Louis airport, now that I'm, I can't resist, um, <laughs> there was this Christian preacher who used to travel a lot. And whenever he'd come into the terminal, I'd be there with Divyanga or some other, uh, some other devotee, Shankar Panit. We were distributing books there in our terminal at the airport. And then he'd come in and he'd stand up on a step or something like that. And at the top of his lungs, he would start berating <laughs> the devotees. <laughs> <laughs> like he was in a, you know, in a holy roller church and just like denouncing everything that were from the devil. And he'd go on for five, 10 minutes. And um, I mean, every time he came through and we never knew when it was going to happen. And there were lots of others too. We'll write a book about it someday. But that's, yes, uh, in the process of, going out into public and distributing Krishna consciousness, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta said, when you face such opposition, you get chid rakta for your chid sharira. You're, you got some skin in the game. <laughs> no one can say you didn't put yourself on that field and bleed for Lord Chaitanya. And that's really powerful. You know, even devotees recognize it. I mean, Lord Chaitanya recognizes that those who put themselves out and everybody knows, yeah, what to speak of Lord Chaitanya. So that is something very, very valuable because you can't get it through book knowledge. You actually go out and do the work and you feel, feel the opposition, you feel the pain. And that that is part of the maturing process. I also realized that I had to be very, very gentle with uh, the people because I could, you know, trying to bend people to our will and not, and just assuming that I'm right, they're wrong, uh, and not being, trying to be a kind friend, it always made it worse. Anyway, preaching, especially going out into public and meeting people, it's like Kung Fu fighting all day long on a subtle level. And if you Kung Fu fight all day long, you'll become a Kung Fu master and not just in preaching, but in all aspects of your life. That's why it's so important for a community like ours to have that experience of everyone taking some risk and going out and doing, I'm not talking about risk from the virus, be careful. I'm talking about the risk of your ego being uh, crushed by someone who refuses you and so forth. Could everyone try one more time, unmute and say Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna! 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 Hare Krishna!